This audio production was made in collaboration with Audible Anarchist. 6. The revolution cannot be confined to a single country. It is obliged under pain of annihilation to spread, if not to the whole world, at least to a considerable number of civilized countries. In fact, no country today can be self-sufficient. International links and transactions are necessary for production and cannot be cut off. If a revolutionary country is blockaded by neighboring states, the revolution, remaining isolated, would be doomed. Just as we base ourselves on the hypothesis of the triumph of the revolution in a given country, we must also assume that most other European countries will make their revolutions at the same time. In the countries where the proletariat has managed to free itself from the domination of the bourgeoisie, the newly initiated social organizations do not have to conform to a set pattern and may differ in many aspects. To this day, there are many disagreements between the socialists of the Germanic nations, Germany and England, and those of the Latin and Slavic countries, Italy, Spain, France, and Russia. Hence, it is probable that the social organizations adopted by the German revolutionists, for example, will differ on some point, some or many points, what is introduced by the Italian or French revolutionaries. But these differences are not important insofar as international relations are concerned. The fundamental principles of the revolution, see sections 1 and 2 above, being the same, friendly relations and solidarity will no doubt be established between the emancipated peoples of various countries. It goes without saying that artificial frontiers created by the present governments will be swept away by the revolution. The communes will freely unite and organize themselves in accordance with their economic interests, their language affinities, and their geographical circumstances. And in certain countries like Italy and Spain, too vast for single agglomeration of communes and divided by nature into many distinct regions, there will probably be established not one, but many federations of communes. This will not be a rupture of unity, a return to old fragmentation of petty, isolated, and warring states. These diverse federations of communes, while maintaining their identity, will not be isolated. United by their interwining interests, they will conclude a pact of solidarity. And this voluntary unity, founded on common aims and common needs, on a constant exchange of informal friendly contacts, will be a much more intimate and much stronger than this artificial political centralization imposed by violence and having no other motive than the exploitation of peoples for the profit of privileged classes. This has been a production of Audible Anarchist. You can find more Audible Anarchist on YouTube.